Hi, this is Mike Young, your estate planning and elder law attorney in Walnut Creek, California. And I'm going to talk a little bit about funding your revocable living trust. But before I do that, hit the subscribe button below, hit like, and uh, make a comment if you like. So the revocable living trust is the centerpiece of most estate plans in California today. And the concept of using a revocable living trust, uh, one of the main reasons that is, is to avoid probate when you die. So your assets will be in the revocable living trust. Think of it as a basket. And we put assets in the basket. And then when you die, your loved one or whoever is the name trustee will step up and make distributions from the basket or from the trust uh, to the named beneficiaries who could be your children. So the revocable living trust avoids probate. Of course, it has to be funded, and that's what we'll talk about. Uh, the other thing that the revocable living trust does is to help you not only when you die, but to help you if you don't die, so to speak, and you become ill along the way. So we have assets funded into the revocable living trust like the basket, and you will have named a loved one, maybe your spouse or a child, to step up and help you if you become ill. They will have access to the funds and they can pay for your care, whatever level of care you need, in-home care, boarding care, assisted living. So we have provisions, I have provisions in my revocable living trust for, for not only what happens when you die, but if you don't die and you become ill. And I also have provisions in my revocable living trust that I prepare for clients uh, regarding Medi-Cal and asset protection and provisions which allow the trustee to move assets around uh, to create um, qualification for you for Medi-Cal. So before we can do any of that, we have to fund the trust. So let's talk about your home. Usually the home is the biggest asset clients have, and I as your attorney will prepare the transfer documents from yourself to your revocable living trust. So let's say for instance that uh, my client is Mary Jones and uh, she owns a home in Walnut Creek by herself. And the title on her deed says, Mary Jones, a, an unmarried woman. So that's the title. And I always get a copy of the deed so that I know what we're dealing with. So now Mary Jones, an unmarried woman, wants to transfer her property into her trust. So myself as her attorney will create a deed that says, Mary Jones, an unmarried woman, hereby transfers all right title and interest to her home to Mary Jones as trustee under the Mary Jones revocable trust. And we record that deed. We also have to prepare, I have to prepare a preliminary change of ownership report, uh, which is sent 
with the deed to the recorder. It tells the recorder what we're doing, uh, that there's no consideration, no fee, no reassessment of property tax under Prop 13 in California. And uh, the recorder needs to know what the deed is for. And we explain that on the preliminary change of ownership report and they show that to the assessor. So that's the home. Now the home is in the basket, in the revocable living trust. If Mary Jones dies, so she's trustee on the record, if she dies, the successor trustee, who could be her daughter, for instance, would step up as trustee, sell the home inside the trust, generate proceeds of sale, and then uh, the daughter would write checks to the beneficiaries named in the trust. There are more steps involved uh, to get to that point, but it's in California, but it's a whole lot easier than probating an estate. So now we have the home in the trust. If there is out of state property, I will refer you to another attorney in that state. I'm not licensed in other states and Transferring real estate uh, is something uh, attorneys do all the time, so I would rely on an attorney to do that for you so that it's not messed up. So we have the home in the revocable living trust. Now, Mary Jones could also have a brokerage account. So it could be uh, uh, Mary Jones with a brokerage account with Schwab or Fidelity or with her uh, financial planner whatever the institution is. And uh, Mary Jones will get a statement uh, every month or quarterly from the financial institution and it will show her assets of various mutual funds, uh, whatever the accounts are. And uh, the statement will be broken down between qualified and non-qualified funds. We only want non-qualified assets into the trust. Qualified assets are IRAs, 401ks. They stay outside the trust and you name direct beneficiaries, direct beneficiaries with IRAs. They, they do not go into the trust. So now, Mary Jones shows me her statement and uh, the account number for the statement. And then I'll want to find out who the financial advisor is who's helping her. And so I make contact with the financial advisor with Mary Jones permission. And uh, the financial advisor will want a couple of documents. He will know how to transfer the account into Mary Jones revocable living trust. And he will want a couple of documents that I have prepared for Mary Jones. One is the certification of the trust, which is the bare bones version of the trust. And it shows in my paragraph eight, it tells the financial advisor exactly how to make the transfer. Mary Jones, trustee of the Mary Jones Revocable Trust. And he will probably also want a copy of the first page and the signature page of the trust. And I email those uh, documents to financial, uh, financial advisors and financial institutions all the time. So now we have the home in the revocable living trust and we have Mary Jones uh, financial account, uh, mutual funds, whatever they are in the trust. Uh, she could have other 
other assets, other savings accounts, that sort of thing. Maybe she has a savings account with a bank and she wants to transfer that to the trust. So in that instance, if there's an advisor helping her at the bank, they'll want to see the certification of the trust, the first page and the last page. And uh, my advice to my clients is, if you're going to go to a bank, take your certification and take the first page and the last page, sit down with a financial person at the bank and go through their transfer form with them. Don't let them just give you a form to take away or to bring back to my office. It's their form. They should know how to do it, how to prepare it. So now we have these assets. We have these assets in the revocable living trust. If Mary Jones dies, we've avoided probate. If she doesn't die and she becomes ill, we have her brokerage account in the trust. We have her savings account in the trust. <clears throat> Maybe she's named her daughter as trustee to step up and help her mother, Mary Jones, if Mary Jones becomes ill or loses capacity. So the trust will say, if Mary Jones uh, uh, declines to act as trustee, her daughter can step up and become trustee. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, if Mary Jones becomes incapacitated and needs help, then her daughter would come up. I prepare the documents that shows that the daughter is the trustee of the trust. And now the daughter will have access to the funds in the trust to help take care of her mother. And my experience over these past decades is that it is easier for family members, like children, to help their parents through their elder care journey if assets are in a revocable living trust as opposed to just trying to access as assets uh, through the use of a financial durable power of attorney. So whatever we can put in, into the trust, we do. Outside of the trust, it's usually good advice, for instance, for Mary Jones, if she's an older person, to have her daughter on a checking account with her so that if something happens to Mary Jones, her daughter will have quick, easy access uh, to the checking account, uh, to those funds. So the trust language is coupled with a financial durable power of attorney. There's kind of a handshake between the two uh, documents for access to funds in the trust, for transfers, gifting if we need to do that, for Medi-Cal qualification. And uh, if Mary Jones dies, then uh, we have the basket of assets that will be liquidated or sold. And uh, the trustee will step up, as I mentioned, and write checks to the beneficiaries uh, after we've gone through some steps. So that is basically funding a revocable living trust. So myself as the attorney, I do the documentation of the deed and the preliminary change of ownership report to transfer the home and other real estate if it's in California. And I'll refer my clients to an out-of-state attorney if the real estate is, is in another state. Uh, so 
that is basically, I was going to add more, one more thing. <laughs> I lost it, but that's the real estate, real estate in the trust. Oh, I was going to mention that the problem with a lot of revocable living trusts that I see is they are not funded. Nothing is in the trust when somebody dies. They've come through all this trouble to create a revocable living trust and nothing is in the trust. So I, as the attorney, always transfer the real estate. And I advise my clients how to transfer other assets. And we try to make sure that they actually do that. So I'll ask who is the financial advisor, who is the bank. Uh, let's see the statement. Let's make sure you've transferred those assets to the revocable living trust. Uh, because if you don't do that, uh, we're losing control, especially if you get older. And uh, some assets could be still subject to probate and that sort of thing. So my name is Mike Young, estate planning and elder law attorney in Walnut Creek, California. <clears throat> my website is walnutcreekelderlaw.com. And you can check out my website if you want to contact me. Also, I am putting on Zoom workshops on the second and fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. every month. And I will put a link below in the comment section, the note section below, uh, so that you can, ho hopefully it's clickable, so that you can click on it and sign up for my next Zoom workshop and so that we can email the Zoom link to you. And my workshops are about an hour and they are interactive, so I encourage people to ask questions and participate. So click the subscribe button below, click like, make comments, and thank you very much for watching this video.